Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Tucker. Yeah, was very you, nice. Oh, I thought you were calling me, Tucker. Oh, I was going to oh. say you're already stuck. Oh, yeah. No, 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 he was very nice for coming in here, doing two mm-hmm. segments with mm-hmm. us. That. Mm-hmm. We appreciate mm-hmm. that very much. So you can check that out in the first hour of the podcast as well. Um, what do you think? Should we give people a little high school basketball update before we get into this Chris stuff? Yeah, because we're rolling in that divisional tournament. We're going to do a full uh, segment on just where we're at tomorrow as more games complete them. But yeah, uh, Coulter, give them an update. Then I almost did do it right there to you. <laughs> you almost did. Well, okay, now my brackets aren't loading, so maybe okay, we need good. to we'll, uh, give you the thumbs up here in we'll, about two We'll come seconds. back to it. Also, want to tell you, uh, the last game of the season against Southern Utah on Saturday, we got a pair of tickets to give away to that basketball game uh, for the uh, Men Grizz against Southern Utah Saturday night, senior night. For uh, the Grizzlies, Side Pridgett, Kendall Manuel, Jared Samuelson, going to be a very, very cool evening always. Uh, we will give you a pair of tickets in this very segment, so uh, stick around with us and uh, and get in on that. How we doing? No? The brackets Let's are... Let's come back I don't know it. why we'll the brackets are loaded. I can tell you this. Helena Capital routed Big Sky uh, in the least surprising result of the day. The yep. Capital girls are number one in the state. The Big Sky girls have not won a game, so... Uh, 46 to 20, the final there. So capital into the semifinals. That's they're they're probably the favorite in the West, but it it is actually interesting because Capital is the number one team, and they do have multiple D1 athletes. I mean, the Barch twins are are awesome players. One's going to Lady Grizz to play hoops. The other one's going to Boise State to play volleyball. Right. But Sentinel has a good team. Hellgate has a really good up and coming team. So the uh, the semifinal round. Could get heated there, and uh, so this is going on down at Missoula Sentinel, by the way, for anybody that wants yeah. a little action. Go check, um, go check it out. We'll, 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 we'll give them the Kalispell full Glacier and uh, Helena High, forty-two thirty-five. Kalispell Glacier won that game in one of the boys' double A games. So we'll give you a little update here 
momentarily as soon as we can get these uh, brackets to load. Uh, Coulter, uh, Northern Colorado tonight, Adams Center versus Montana. This is going to be, it should be a great atmosphere. If you are around town tonight, go to this basketball game. This is going, this is two of, and for my money, the two best teams in the Big Sky Conference. I know that Eastern Washington, uh, you know, has a say in that for sure. They're they're actually have a better record than Northern Colorado does, but I think Northern Colorado, what I've seen this year, is the next best next best team in the big sky. And also they're the uh, as we've talked about, the only team that uh, has not lost to Montana yet this year out of the conference. Now they've only played the once and it's one of those weird things. You would think you would go through one through ten and then start again at one and go through the ten teams again. Nah. That's not what we like to do. You think you'd go to Moscow and Chini on the same road trip too, but you don't. No you don't. And so uh, the uh, uh, the Grizzlies played Northern Colorado basically two months ago. Lost that game by five, four, something like that. I think it was like 66, uh, 61, something like that. Uh, but nonetheless, it was a loss, and the Grizzlies uh, are get, get an opportunity tonight to get to get them back. And again, Coach Takir, Travis Takir, what has he lost to the same team in the same season once One in his time. tenure? Yep. So he did not lose two times to teams. And, and that was during the anomalous one-down year where – I mean, quite frankly, they just had too many point guards and no one was happy with each other. It wasn't anything to do with coaching or talent. They just had four point guards and one ball and people got (laughs) mad. And that was the only non-stellar year that Montana's had. I mean, you got to think Montana played for the championship in Travis Takir's first year. They were the regular season champs, host of the tournament, lost in the tournament championship game to Eastern Washington. They played for the championship his second year uh, in Reno against Weber State. They had the down year yeah. where they went 16 and 15, lost Idaho in the first round. And then it's been championship, 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 regular season and tournament back to back. That's the one thing I don't think is getting enough play. Riley Corker mentioned it yesterday. No team has ever won the Big Sky regular season title and tournament title three years in a row. And I think one team ever has won even just three regular season titles in a row. I think it was the Idaho Vandals in the early 1980s. So we're creeping on historic ground here. No Montana team has ever. Montana has won titles in pairs. Yeah. Then it, when Stu Morrill and Blaine Taylor, the, the breakthroughs in the post-Judd Heathcote time, Larry Kostowiak, back-to-back tournament titles, Wayne Tinkle, back-to-back tournament titles, but they have never won three straight regular season titles, nor has almost anyone else in the history of the league. So it's a big moment for Montana and like Travis DeCure said, I mean, if you're playing for first place from stem to stern, that in itself is a great motivational tactic for a young team, but also an exceptional accomplishment as a, as a program as a whole. No doubt. Uh, let's hear a little bit, shall we, from uh, from Coach DeCure. It's March, and as you start to head downhill into the tournament, things start to ratchet up a little bit. And we always talk about teams wanting to peak in March, teams wanting to hit their stride in March, be playing their best basketball in March. So I simply ask Coach Secure, does something change in what you do in March to get better, or is it still just a continuation of the incremental progress each day? Uh, I just hope that when you get to March, you make fewer mistakes. Um, you're a little more consistent with what you're doing on offense and the adjustments that you make on defense. Um, you get to the point where you, you just you go do what you do. Uh, you might tweak a thing or here just for the scout, but the reality is, is you go out there and do what you do, and whoever can do what they do best typically wins. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. 
And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. Now, we are at this point where, you know, teams are who they are. And what does that mean? I mean, the identities of teams have been made and forged and you know we all the coaches know what all the other teams are up to in their conference and how they're trying to play so you're not surprising anybody you're not getting over on anybody you're not going to all of a sudden show up with some you know unique defense some hybrid zone that that they haven't seen before not because you couldn't do it but because you wouldn't do it because that's not what you do okay so to his point then what makes the difference doing what you do better executing not making mistakes i mean coaches talk about execution all the time and it's sort of a catch-all term but i think it's you know it's it's obviousness sometimes overruns the the reality the true how, how true it really is and that is you got to go out there and and do the things that you're capable of doing well Consistently, this is why when we were talking to Lady Grizz, we were arguing. You were th- saying, "Okay, tonight, tomorrow night's game for the Lady Grizz is inconsequential at Southern Utah, so it takes some minutes off." But I think that the the rhythm and balance mm. and rotations and things like that—it's a delicate thing yeah. for a college basketball team. So I think at the end of the day, no matter what, the ultimate goal is to go to the NCAA tournament, and to do that, you are going to have to navigate an incredibly difficult path, no matter if you're the one seed or the 11 seed. You're going to have to win three games in a short period of time. You have never done that during the year, period. No matter what team you are, you've never won three out of five or four out of five or three out of three. You've never done it. No team in the league has done that until, except for last year and the year before his conference tournaments. So I just think that staying in a rhythm and preparing to play your best basketball at that moment. Every time. Every time. Yeah. I had talked to Randy Ray the other day because I'm doing a series of features for the Big Sky. Yeah. And we were talking about this, you know. He and he's, I thought he made an interesting comment. He said, broadly, everybody from coaches to players to you guys in the media say it's all about playing your best basketball second and third weeks of March. And he said, that sounds awesome. But if you know how to do it, let me know. <laughs> he said, it's not that easy. Right. Ebbs and flows of a team are crazy. And he said, sometimes, he said, in my personal opinion, he said, I've been in the NCAA tournament four times. I've won the league regular season. I hosted, I think, four times and then won the tournament as the one seed on a neutral court one time. And like he said, a lot of times, the roller coaster that is a season, it's completely luck. Yeah. You don't really know when a guy's going to bust his ankle. You don't know when someone gets dumped by their girlfriend or somebody steals somebody else's girlfriend and then all of a sudden you're mad at each other. You never know what's going to happen. So sometimes being on the upswing is just purely a matter of circumstance. So sometimes it's not even about how you prepare, but I think that's where elite coaches like Travis Takir come in because they do – Travis Takir worries about everything for better or worse, 
but he's able to mitigate so many factors that could be destructive that aren't about the actual basketball. And so I think that's why you've seen Montana near at or near the top of the league for all of his six seasons. It's two tell Nuanas on a two ninety ESPN radio. I think it's worth saying I don't want to I don't think we're uh, you know spilling the beans here in terms of like ruining the interview or whatever, but the interview you're gonna hear from Danny Sprinkle. We talk about execution, doing the things you need to do well. Everybody thinks, well, you know, you're going to have some great speech or adjustment at halftime or before the game or whatever, get your guys ready to play. And Danny Sprinkle going into Saturday's game, which they absolutely had to have and win on the road at a good Northern Arizona team. And again, a lot of people, myself included, didn't think that was going to happen after they got wiped off the floor in Sacramento by, by, by the Hornets. He said, we turned the ball over like 22 times in Sacramento. He goes, of course we were going to get blown out. He goes, you know what I did in my pregame speech? I said, hey, you see the guys that are wearing the blue jerseys? Throw the ball to them. That was his big instruction to <laughs> right. his team. Notice, look around, see the jersey you got on, see the jerseys the guys in this room have on, and then give them the ball, not the other one. And sometimes, I mean, it's funny. I realize, he, of course, he's just making a point about the thing, but... It is that simple. Like, if right. you are minus 12 in turnovers and minus 10 in rebounds, you're losing by 20, period. You're, that's going to happen to you. And you are often, I mean, great defense is great defense, but 22 turnovers, you're in control of that. Like, you, it is your responsibility to put the ball where it can be caught. Perhaps the most unlikely run of the 21st century in the Big Sky Tournament came when Montana State won the league title in 2002. They destroyed the Grizz in the regular season finale in Bozeman. They beat them by 20, maybe even 25 points. Mm-hmm. The Grizz still somehow snuck into the tournament, even though they were only 7-7 seven and seven in league that year. But if you missed the Don Holst, Grizz Greats, the coaching, the coaching Tree podcast, go check it out. You can find it on all your podcast platforms. But the part where Holst talks about that 2002 tournament, he said, I called coaches all around the country trying to figure out, how do I get my team right? We had just gotten destroyed by... Montese in Bozeman, and now we got to go back to Bozeman and play in Bozeman in the tournament the next week. How do I get these guys right? And he said he called all around. He got one piece of advice. He said, ask your kids if you make them nervous when they have the ball. And he said, so I sat down with my seniors and said, guys, do you want to win this tournament? They said, absolutely, coach. He said, do I make you nervous when I yell at you on offense? Every single guy raises their hand. He said, all right, guys, here's the deal. I'm not going to say a word on offense. But if you don't have your butt down on defense <laughs> – you're coming out the game. Boom, three games later, I, the probably most unlikely team yes. to ever win, I mean, at least in this century, to win the Big Sky Tournament, the six-seeded Grizzlies. And they and not only was it, it wasn't just as if the bracket was busted for them either. They beat the host school in the semifinals and then went on to beat Eastern Washington. And it was one of the great uh, upset-type runs that we've seen. But like you say, there's so many different coaching tactics, and sometimes it's just as simple as letting your guys play. Uh, we had a chance to talk with Derek Carter Hollinger, fantastic freshman uh, forward for the Grizzlies, who has really had a, a very nice conference slate uh, to his uh, first year uh, as a player for the Grizz. And our conversation with him went on a couple different things, but just generally, when you talk to a kid who is his first year, want to know what's the difference between what you thought it would be like to play Division One basketball and what it's actually been like. This is what he said. Um, it's been it's been good. I think I kind of perceived it to be something that was going to be tough. I knew that coming in, but um, as the season started going, I started getting more used to it, more used to it. So um, it's really helped me perform and help my team better. 
The other question is about Saeed Pridget. Saeed Pridget has been uh, a leader on this team in basically every way, and I think in particular to DCH and at a lot of instances, you've seen them having an ongoing conversation. And Colt, said, you know, sometimes Saeed, uh, he's pretty adamant about the things that he wants to convey to his teammates about what they need to do or do better or whatever it might be. But just ask him what it, what are some of the things that maybe he's learned and what it's been like to play with Saeed Pridget as a, a mentor this year. Saeed always says I'm similar to him when I was when he was a freshman, so that's something big for me. I'm going through the same thing he went through, so he just helps me mentally and like physically prepare for the season and, and as uh, my four years here go. So yeah. What's the best piece of advice he's given you this season? Stay the course. Just uh, no matter what, keep ahead up, keep working. Everything will pay off. I love the mentorship there. I love Saeed Bridget passing along some of those words of wisdom. <laughs> And I think Derek Carhollinger is a—he's an incredibly disarming kid. He's so wide-eyed and and just innocent. I mean, he's so young, you can just tell he's just such a kid. Right. But and he was—he was cool, man. It was cool talking to him because he is—you know—he's just doesn't really know what's going on yet. Mm-hmm. But he—he he does know what's going on in terms of the basketball, though. But it's interesting because when you say Saeed tells him, he reminds him of him. I actually think that's completely inaccurate. Derek Carhollinger reminds me nothing of Saeed Pridget because Saeed Pridget has been a straight dog that's trying to get his since the beginning. I mean, he was going all out to try to, I mean, he led the Grizz in scoring multiple times. I mean, he was a fierce and fearless scorer right out the gates. Right. And it just took him a little while to navigate, to get to the point where he actually was a leader that people turned to. You want to know who Derek Carter Hollinger reminds me of, and obviously they don't play the same position, but in terms of what he brings to the team and his sort of affable nature is Michael Ogine. Mm. And Travis DeCure said that too. He said, this is, that's the role that I have tried to sell to Derek in terms of what they did as a freshman. Obviously, Ogine was in a little bit higher of a scoring role when he was a freshman. But yeah. in terms of just running around, going crazy, just getting the ball, dunking on people, that's kind of what Derek Carter-Hollinger is. Like a six foot six version of Michael Ogine, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, look, if he's a six six version of Michael Ogine market the Grizz are going to the tournament for the next four years but yeah <laughs> right I mean he's not quite there yet but, it's an but unfair he, comparison he is but. a lot you're right I mean he's he he has a lot of those attributes and I mean he's when he goes up and and hammers you go that's that is a big time leaper dunker athlete and I know there's some concerns because he's you know rolled his ankle a number of different times, kind yep. of tweaked it, and is yep. he going to be able to stay healthy and all that? But by and large, he has stayed healthy mm-hmm. this year. And if and, and if he can, I mean, because he, he has an under, maybe not underrated, maybe it's not rated at all, but he, for a forward who's, you know, a big athletic guy uh, off and around the rim, he's got a really great mid-range game. I mean, he's oh, a, a I mean, he great can shoot, shooter of the basketball. He can shoot it out to For three. his size, yeah. So it's good. Here's what I wanted to mention. By the way, I was completely wrong. I don't know which score I was trying to think of, but 74-66 was the mm-hmm. final of the game mm-hmm. in Northern Colorado uh, the first time they played. I realize by basketball standards, this is eons ago. But for the Grizzlies, Kendall Manuel went off at 30 points. This was the week that Kendall Manuel was the player of the week, even though the Grizzlies lost this basketball game. Uh, Kendall Man went on 30. <laughs> Saeed Pridget had 15. Derek Carter Hollinger had 10. You go, well, those two guys combined for 45 points and you get 10 off the bench and still lose, but they did. Why? Well, Jared Samuelson had eight. That's fine. Josh Vasquez, two. Timmy Falls, zero. Mac Anderson, one. Kyle Owens, zero. And we are talking about tonight. No, I, I How many threes did Manuel hit? Jonah Radabaugh, he was three of three in this game. Okay. And the Grizzlies were six of 19, which is okay. But Jonah Radabaugh, 
is the best individual defender in the Big Sky Conference, and he is one of the best on-ball defenders in the history of the league. He's absolutely phenomenal, and I mean, so, he's front runner for his third straight or third third in four years Big Sky Defensive Player of the Year. Again, which I don't know if that's ever happened. There's there's only a handful of guys that you go that you can't leave when they're playing defense that you're like I got to watch this guy d up it's like that i mean it's it's patrick beverly man and and i not bad for a walk on not bad for a walk on i mean you talk know, about a bargain man you get the guy to win three defensive player of the years with you didn't give him a scholarship until he's a sophomore crazy that's crazy crazy so uh he he's a blast to watch but this is going to be you know of course an entirely different game from what it was you know in uh in in early january and we'll look forward to to this tonight this is nothing but a treat to me i mean this is this is fun but it's also a huge game for the grizzlies i mean if they lose this game they are exactly even with northern colorado in terms of their record and having split or excuse me but they will be behind because they will have been swept by northern colorado so they would be a game behind effectively northern colorado going into the last game of the season and then who knows what eastern washington does so this game tonight if montana loses this their chance they're right now controlling their own destiny if they win out they are the conference champions of the regular season if they lose tonight, I think they're about a 10 to 12% chance of actually doing it because they would be effectively behind Northern Colorado and likely behind Eastern Washington. So If they won tonight, wouldn't they clinch? Because they would ha- effectively have the head-to-head. Well, I guess even if because if they tied with Eastern, I guess they'd have to win two in a row. Because you know, they, if they tied with Eastern, they'd still have the tiebreaker. But I guess they couldn't clinch tonight. I, I think they could just ensure that Northern Colorado couldn't win it. Is that right? With a win tonight, so because it would be Northern Colorado's sixth loss, and it would ensure Montana could never reach six losses. Right. If they beat Northern Colorado tonight, they'd be two games ahead of Northern Colorado by schedule going into the last game. So of course that that would be that. Uh, the Eastern Washington deal, I'm not sure where it would go if they they could lose in the last game and Eastern Washington win out and then lose in Eastern Washington would be the, the regular season champions, even though the Grizzlies swept the Eagles uh, in the regular season. So there you go. Hey, you want to go to this game tonight? Of course you do. Excuse me. First of all, it's too late to give you tickets for the game tonight. We already gave them away for the game tonight. I don't know why I'm, I'm losing. We're going to give you tickets to Saturday's game against Southern Utah on senior night, but Go to the game tonight. Come see Coulter and me, for crying out loud, hang out, say hello, and also watch what's going to be one of the best basketball games of the year uh, on this penultimate evening at Dahlberg Arena. Get out to this basketball game, and I, I, I mean support this team. This is this is the best team going at the University of Montana right now as far you know just in terms of the history and what they got, where they've been and where they've headed. Uh, this is a team that deserves your support uh, and to show up. And hey, what else are you going to do? You know, on a Thursday in early March, you got nothing going on. Go to the game. Now you can call 329-1899. We got a pair of tickets for you for Saturday's game. Southern Utah, senior night, honoring the seniors, and uh, and and perhaps a clincher, right? This could be a a, a, a banner-hanging, net-trimming regular season for a third straight time clinching basketball game on Saturday. 329-1899. Got you a pair of tickets right here and right now. We'll take a quick break on the other side. Danny Sprinkle, head coach of the Montana State Bobcats. He joined us. You'll hear that interview right after this. Hey, the New Year's sales event is on. Now is the time to find your perfect ride at Kurtz. 
Polaris. And also, it is snow check season. Experience the ultimate in performance breakthrough technology and intelligent innovation from performance uh, from Polaris with the introduction of their 2021 snowmobiles. New Chaos models, a new drive system, Quick Drive 2, a new 2.75-inch Series 8 track, all of it. There's 100,000 different combinations. I mean, you can find anything you need to suit all the things you want and be the first one to do it. Snow check season at Kurtz Polaris right now. Now, 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy. Learn more about the 2021 snowmobile lineup at Kurtz Polaris online at KurtzPolaris.com. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. They got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. Coulter, Danny Sprinkle joined us uh, earlier on talking about the wins that were this past weekend for the Montana State Bobcats, the win that was this weekend for Montana State and the loss from last week. And just when you think that it ain't happening and it's signed, sealed, and delivered and the Cats are just going to just plummet after losing by 29 at Sacramento on Thursday, they bounce back and get a, a huge win and are now – Absolutely in the thick of it in the last weekend for a bye in Boise. Uh, just quickly, again, for folks, recap kind of that arc of this season in that way. It's been kind of up and down, and the, there's, they've had more big wins and big losses than anybody in the conference. And now they got Southern Utah, and it's another must-win game for the Bobcats tonight at the Brick in Bozeman. One of the stories I'm working on for this big sky conference series of stories is on Harold Frey and talk to a lot of coaches around the league about him. We always have this debate, especially when it comes to the NBA, who is the MVP? What does the MVP mean? Is it the most outstanding individual player? Is it the player that is the best player on the best team? Or is it the player that is the most important player to his team? Mm-hmm. And, and, the way that you define it, <laughs> there's a lot of different ways you can cut it, but if you cut it in the right fashion, LeBron James should have like 15 straight MVPs. <laughs> right. <laughs> but because he has been at times the most outstanding individual player and the most dominant player, but other times he's absolutely been the most important player on his team, and sometimes he's filled all the rules. But you said it earlier this week, and I think coaches around the league have echoed it throughout this week as well. In terms of who is the most important player to their team, Harold Frey is the most important player to his team in the Big Sky Conference. Mm -hmm. I don't really have any thought on how Montana State could win any games without Harold Frey. And here they are still somehow in the mix, despite his injury, despite their up and down. But they have done a great job of responding. I think it's a great example of new age coaching. We were talking about coaching in the first hour. Danny Sprinkle is 
one of the first Division One head coaches I've had experience dealing with in the Big Sky that really empowers his players. Mm-hmm. Like he said, guys, throw the ball to the, to the guys in the blue jerseys. He also said, after the game, we sat down and I said, guys, you tell me. Right. What's going on? Yeah. I, I don't know what else to tell you. We've practiced a hundred times. What what what's going on? But I think sometimes that works. And I think that w- when you watch this team, they really are selling out for Coach Sprinkle. I think that he has been a breath of fresh air. I think that they're playing as hard as you can play. The one thing that's sort of eluded them is the consistency, because it's like he always says, playing hard and competing are two different things. Mm. And I think that's the part where Montana State needs to figure out how to play hard and compete. And when they do, they've been successful more often than not. But it's an enormous game tonight because Southern Utah is way more talented than Montana State. But Southern Utah has been on the skids the last couple weekends. Well, they've, they've, they've lost to a lot of teams that they were more talented than. No doubt. They I mean, might they, be the most talented team in the league. Some coaches would tell you that they're the most talented team in the yeah. league. But here they are right now. They lost five in a row before they blew out Idaho uh, last Saturday. Mm-hmm. But they're still a team that... They have as many dudes as anybody in the league. It's just a matter of honing that in. But they're going to be a team that's hungry. And as we know, when the calendar turns to March, they are almost always one of the teams that's peaking. So it's definitely a gigantic game in Bozeman's night. Enjoy our Opportunity Bank Coach's Corner with uh, head coach of the Montana State Bobcats, Danny Sprinkle. We go now to the Rankage Brothers RV phone line. We welcome in, once again, the head coach of the Montana State Bobcats men's basketball team, Danny Sprinkle. And, Coach, uh, another crazy weekend. You go to Sacramento State, and it just goes all bad for you, 29-point deficit uh, when it's all said and done there. And then you go into a, a good NAU team, a team that's a solo spot of fourth place in the conference with a winning record. And coming off that loss, you go get an absolutely huge win, one that you had to have. And I think a lot of people wonder, well, man, how how is Montana State going to bounce back from that game on Thursday? But your guys stepped up. You did it. No Amin Adamu in that game, and, and, and you got it done. Just talk about kind of the craziness of that Thursday game and then the character of your club to bounce back and get that big win Saturday. Yeah, the, the, the Sacramento State game was kind of it, – it was, it was weird. First off, they had a great atmosphere. You know, I mean, credit to their athletic director, coaches. Like, that place was rocking. And you know it's it's a tiny little gym, but it was they had a DJ. It was it was a fun atmosphere, and their guys played with unbelievable energy, and they knew it was their last homestand. They played a lot more desperate than we did, and we were very careless and probably unfocused. You know, if you just look at the free throws we missed, I mean, we have guys that are shooting eighty percent on the year, and they're going zero for four or zero for five from the free throw line. Uh, we had probably two, three dunks that just literally went right through our hands. Um, we couldn't catch passes. I don't know what was going on, but it, was, it wasn't it was the team that I've used to been seeing since, uh, you know, November. And uh, then it just kind of snowballed on us. And uh, they, they made shots. They played great. And once it got out of hand, I mean, it was – was almost trying to just run sets to just get the game over with. But coach, what and, do you uh, what do you say to your guys like when it, when you do have a game where it snowballs like that on you, but you know you got this short turnaround? Like how do you how do you maintain focus? I know like midnight we flush it, we move on, but it seems like it, it's a little different deal in that scenario. It was it uh you know after the game I didn't I didn't I didn't say much. I sat down and I just said you guys you guys tell me what happened and. I made them take ownership of it. You know, I made them tell me, you know, what, what do we need to do better on Saturday so that this never happens again? What did you do or didn't do that attributed to us 
getting our butts whooped. And uh, and it was good because some guys spoke up, uh, you know, kind of got them out of their comfort zone a little bit. And uh, and then on on Friday, you know, we got to Flagstaff late Friday night, just kind of walked through their stuff, shot some free throws, got out, and before the game, I did the same thing. I didn't I didn't write anything on the board. You know, there was no scout details. There was no hey, we need to do this. To, you know, it was you need to be tougher than them. And you need to throw the ball to the person in the same color jersey as you have on. <laughs> That's all I'm asking. <clears throat> because right. we had 22 against Sac State. Yeah. I, and I made a shot. I said, is everybody wearing a blue jersey? Okay. That's the team you throw the ball to. <laughs> Do not throw it to the team in the white jersey. And, and we'll be fine. We'll be okay. We'll be in the game if you do that. If you're the tougher team and you rebound and you throw the ball to that, we're going to be fine. And... You know, and then obviously said some things I probably can't say on air, but you know, challenged them. You know, and I and I told them I said it's going to be a defining moment for this team. I said we we always come back this year, and I said tonight's good. we're gonna we're gonna see how tough we really are. You know, we're we're down a couple guys. You know, Zach Hobbs wasn't able to make the trip because he's sick. Quentin Guilford still hurt. Amon Adamu's not playing. You know, who, who are we going to be tonight? And uh, and shoot, they they competed their butts off. You know, they played together. You know, we only had 11 turnovers, and I think four of them were in the last three minutes where we got – we didn't score the last 345. We were up 18 with three and a half minutes to go <laughs> and almost almost tricked it off. But, uh, you know, you're super proud of the guys, just their effort, toughness, and resiliency. I love the concept of, of keeping it simple and, and trying to continue to cultivate fun, even though it is sort of high-pressure games that you guys are playing – but one thing that yep. Ryan and I talk about on the show all the time, one of the most perilous and maybe disappointing things that it seems to have happened in society and, and that we see on full display in, in basketball and sports in general is just how easy it is for kids to quit and how it's so accepted now by their peers. And I've thought about your guys' team throughout the last couple of weeks. There's been moments when you guys haven't played at all, at all well and had the excuse yep. to maybe fold it but then you don't. How do you manage that psychological element of a basketball team? You know, it's it, it, that, that's the hardest part of coaching. No doubt. You know, it, it really is, especially nowadays. And, you know, with some of the pressures these kids have on them. You know, I know after we're getting beat by Eastern or, you know, after getting drilled in the first half up in Missoula, you know, or the Sac State, like, I know guys are reading social media. I know how, like, I know it's affecting them. And not not just social media, but the papers or peer pressure, everything. And uh, you know, it's you you have to be hard on them and you have to challenge them. But then the next day, you got you got to pick them back up and you got to let them know what they did wrong and how they can correct it. Because the one thing, and I've told them since last June, like I'm going to tell you the truth, and you're not going to like it a lot of the time, but you're never going to be able to tell me that I didn't tell you the truth. And as long as you tell them the truth, but then show them, show them why you're telling them the truth or how they can get better. Like kids will respond. They're, they're different than they were when we grew up, but, but they're not that like, they still want discipline and they still want to be told what's right and what's wrong. 
Coach, this last weekend, a uh, final homestand of the season. It's always, you know, big when you talk about a pending senior day and all that. But also for you guys, once again, I mean, you are absolutely in the in the thick of it when it comes to the standings. Sitting there, just a half game behind NAU, one game out behind Portland State for that fifth and final bye. So when you talk about Southern Utah coming to town on Thursday, and then Northern Colorado, it just seems like this time of year, every game just gets bigger and bigger. The next the next one that comes along, huh? It does, you know, and especially after the win last Saturday, you know, it made it made this weekend bigger, right? You know, now we actually we have a chance to still get a bye because we took care of business last Saturday, and uh, you know, it, it's a huge game with Southern Utah because I mean they're, I mean they're basically right behind us, and they they can pass us, you know, depending if they have a good week, and so uh, you know, even with Northern Colorado and Montana, I mean, the league title's still up for grabs. Uh, so every, everybody's playing for something right now, and uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be a fun weekend, you know. And you know, Southern Utah they got us, you know, in the end down there, and and it was probably one of the ugliest games in the Big Sky this year. I think it was like five to four with seven and a half minutes left in the first half. Like it was, right. it was like there was a lid on both rings. Like, and we we're both getting great looks. Nobody could make a shot, but you know, hopefully it's like them for that Thursday, and hopefully we can throw a couple shots in. Saturday, you guys will celebrate your your seniors and yep. watching the MSU women on this last Saturday it was interesting because there's just so much emotions involved. It took them a while to get locked in. They ended up rallying because they have so much pride. But it's sure to be yeah. an emotional day. I know you got three seniors, but I particularly want to ask you about Harold Frey. I mean, you've talked extensively about him, but it's a unique scenario. A guy who is a multiple-time All-League player playing just one year for you, but also a guy that sat on your hiring committee. I mean, this is a guy that had a had a say in your job. And so, I mean, his maturity, I talked to him yesterday for like 20 minutes. He's one of my all-time favorite kids. He's unbelievable. Well, I mean, what, what's it been like just kind of navigating this thing with him? Because it seems as if he's almost an extension of the coaching staff on the court. No, he, he really is. I mean, I had to pay him a lot to hire me. That's why I play him, why I play him 40 minutes a game and don't take him out. I owe him that. But, uh, no, he's, He's so good, and I mean this when I say it, and he, he's not going to get MVP of the Big Sky this year um, because we haven't won enough games. And and I believe that you know whoever wins it, that's who the MVP should be. If it's if Montana, East, or whoever wins it, they, that, that should be the MVP, uh, somebody from that team. Um, but he's the most valuable player in this league. Um, if we didn't have him, I, I don't even want to think where we'd be. He makes Jabril better. He makes Layden better. He makes Amon better. He he's so good with the ball defensively. The things he does and and it's obviously because of my team, but it's like I see everything he does covering up everybody else's deficiency. He's probably leading the league in charges. Uh, he's made some critical steals, you know, at Idaho, uh, at NAU here. You know that that won the game for us. Flat won the game. His defensive plays, and then he has the ball. I mean, I have him dribbling for twenty five seconds of every shot clock. Like he's got to handle double teams, triple teams. People face guard him, boxing one. You know, and for him to still lead the team and not get frustrated. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's 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 remarkable. It really is. I mean, I'm I'm scared to death of life without Harold Brett. One thing we talked about yesterday, he's a psychology major, and he says that 
that actually translates onto the court so much. That's what one of the things Ryan and I love is so much of our sports analysis is actually psychological analysis too. We're observing humans, but Harold seems to yeah. understand that element so well. How much do you think that plays into just his basketball IQ and his ability as a leader? It, it, it's big. You know, he's, he's so intelligent, you know, like just as a student, as a person, his basketball IQ is probably higher than anybody I've ever coached. Um, his demeanor, he never gets too high, too low. And, you know, he just, he's one of those kids that, you know, he, he really is like a once in a lifetime. You don't coach guys like him. You know, you, you hope to get somebody like him once in your coaching career. You know, and that's just the truth. You know, and I've only had him for one year, but he's he's just he's he's such a good human being, and that that's what I'm going to miss the most is just his character. Well, Danny, we certainly appreciate your time as always. Best this week. I know it's a huge week for you, and then Boise uh, after that. So it's going to be it's going to be a lot of uh, a high intensity moments, but a ton of fun as well. And congratulations on making it to this spot because it's all out there in front of you. We appreciate it as always. You got it, fellas. Always a pleasure, man. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do. So I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. Just over an hour away from tip-off in Bozeman and Missoula, respectively, for uh, the second-to-last home and second to last in general regular season game of the basketball season amazing that we're already there hey if you missed anything in the show check it out on the podcast the podcast is available wherever you get your podcast to tell Nuwana's podcast search it rate it review it love it keep it close to you at all times and uh, listen away it is there all the time and it is available thanks to blackfoot communications and the wingate by Wyndham hotel Miltenberger Motors in Hamilton, they've been serving Western Montana over 60 years. Get in and test drive a Duramax GMC or Chevy. Feel the difference and get the best deals at Miltenberger Motors. Coulter, divisional basketball is rolling. We're giving some real-time updates to the people here. Go ahead. Help, help, help us out. As mentioned before, off the top, the Western AA Boys Divisional Tournament kicked off the action down at Missoula Sentinel today. Missoula Hellgate took out Missoula Big Sky, 70-41. to 41. So I shouldn't actually say took out because Big Sky is now into the loser's bracket. They will play Helena High, who lost 42-35 to Glacier. Mm. Missoula Sentinel moved into the semifinals with a 65-48 win over Butte. And right now, Kalispell Flathead leads Helena Capital, 19-17. That would be an upset if Flathead wasn't able to pull that off. But right now, Missoula Hellgate, Kalispell Glacier, Missoula Sentinel into the semifinals on the boys' side. On the girls' side in the Western AA Divisionals, Helena Capital took care of business against Windless Big Sky, 46-20. to 20. 
Kalispell Glacier. They moved into the semifinals. They're up 52. They won 52-49 over Helena. Missoula Sentinel versus Butte will tip at 6-30 at Sentinel High School. And then the nightcap, Missoula Hellgate versus Kalispell Flathead. And then out of the East, Bozeman, Billings, Skyview, both winners. The third game out of the Eastern AA. Great Falls CMR and Great Falls High, a little inner city action. That'll tip at 6-30. And then in the uh, girls' Eastern AA tournament, Billings Senior beat Great Falls High. And right now, Belgrade playing Great Falls CMR. So we'll have more updates for you tomorrow after some of these other semifinal games are complete. An interesting setup, too, here for the games tonight. This is worth knowing going into it, especially when you're considering the last spots. The three, the top three spots for with buys are set. We're talking Big Sky Conference. In, in the Big Sky Conference, men's yeah. basketball. Yeah, I should tell people when I've transitioned into a new topic. <laughs> uh, my wife reminds me that I should do that from time to time too. It would <laughs> help. Uh, it's amazing you have a wife. The, you're telling me Grizzlies, <laughs> Eagles, and Bears. Northern Arizona, Eastern Washington, Montana, all are going to be your top three seeds. Portland State, Northern Arizona, and uh, the uh, Bobcats are basically the three teams fighting for this for the last two buys. And right now, Montana State is the third. They're currently the sixth seed, but they're only a game behind of Portland State, who is ten and eight. They're nine and nine. And so they're and then in between the two is Portland State. Well guess who plays each other tonight? Northern Arizona and Portland State. Mm-hmm. So one of those teams is basically going to lock themselves into a, a bye, and the other one is going to take a loss and have to figure it out. But if Montana State wins tonight, they will, without question, be in the fifth spot at least going into to the final game of the season. Right. And as such, Montana State does, in fact, control their destiny as it pertains to uh, uh, getting a bye in Boise. Uh, so it's you know, no easy road, especially when they have to finish with Northern Colorado, uh, Northern Colorado, a very good basketball team. But Northern Colorado, they might not be playing. You know, if they were to lose tonight, Northern Colorado is going to be the three seed. That's it. That's all. And so mm-hmm. they will be forced. Coach Linder will be forced to sort of contend with the same conversation and question that we had about the Lady Grizz. How do you navigate the last game of the season knowing that it's done in terms of where you're set up and slotted to be going into uh, uh, next week's tournament? And that could could help. I don't know. You know, Montana State in that situation, but uh, the Bobcats, after everything, they get they get a chance to uh, dictate the terms here at the end. If you're Montana State too, you obviously want and need to take care of business tonight against Southern Utah, but you're also rooting for NAU mm-hmm. because although those teams are clustered, NAU Montana State swept NAU this year and was swept by Portland State. So tying with either of those teams. It's like being a game up on NAU and a game behind Portland State, even if you have the same record. Yeah. So Montana State wants NAU to win that game at Portland State. Either that or they're going to need Portland State to lose to Sac State at home on Saturday. There's a lot that can still go on here, but at the beginning and end of the day, it's about winning right now for Montana State. By the way, it's also worth noting, Southern Utah is not mathematically eliminated. I mean, they're right. seventh behind Montana State, but if they won the last two— right. Uh, they could sneak into a to a bye in the first round uh, of, of of the tournament too. So it's not as if Southern Utah doesn't have anything to play for tonight in Bozeman. Certainly they do, but you got to think in terms of it, it's the the bigger game in terms of what could actually happen, the impact and so forth. If the bye is what it's all about, is happening uh, at Montana State tonight. But the biggest game in the conference is one versus two or one versus three. Everyone kind of chalk it up with the Grizzlies of Northern Colorado. And again, this game tonight is one that I've been looking forward to 
for for the entire year and now as this season has culminated it's only gotten bigger and more interesting because of how well these two teams have ended up being even though I knew the matchup was going to be a ton of fun and the, the identities of the two teams too that's what makes this so exciting because Eastern Washington is a team that is wide open and they like to play without structure, whereas Montana plays with structure. So those two teams are clashing of styles. Mm-hmm. Portland State likes to create a bunch of chaos and havoc, but again, not a, not a ton of structure. Northern Colorado is very similar to Montana in the fact that they love to play with structure. Different goals to what they want to do, yeah. but they both play in-your-face hard-nosed defense. They both have in-your-face competitive coaches, and they're both led by in-your-face competitive leaders. Yeah. To me, I think there's a whole bunch of outstanding players in the league this year. Unfortunately, a lot of the most outstanding players are sort of one-man shows, and they don't have a lot of support. But the two best, most intense competitors, and this is to take nothing away from Harold Frakes. I think he's in that mix too. But in terms of edgy, scream down your throat, pound your chest when you dunk on him, Side Pridgen and Jonah Jonah Radabar are the two dudes. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. By the way, tonight, too, if you're going to the game, a lot of times people know, you know, about the Grizzlies and those players. We've talked a lot about Jonah Radabar. Bodie Hume is a phenomenal kid to watch play basketball. I mean, mean, he was a Colorado Player of the Year a couple years ago. He was the freshman freshman of the the year year in the league last year. And, And he's tall. He's strong. He's a great shooter at his height. Was he 6'8"? I think he's about six, seven and a half. Yeah, yeah he's, he's so a stretch guy for he, sure. He, he's a stretch forward in this league. And one other guy to watch, too, is Trent Harris. He's right. been the guy that's emerged as the third guy, and he knocks down big shots. The one thing I could say about that kid, he loves playing in Montana. He's mm. always played well in Missoula and Bozeman, so he could be an X-Factor tonight as well. It'll be a fun game. Enjoy it. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll round out the week and get you set for Boise, Idaho as well. Boise girls have a wonderful Thursday evening. Thanks for spending it with us. We appreciate each and every one of you. We'll see you tomorrow. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.